Louis just asked me why I put confidential on the, you, everybody has a copy of this, the copy Gordian now. Why I put it, say it's confidential. Well, there's a reason for that, and I'm going to share this uh, with you as I did share it with uh, Louis. Uh, the good news is that I have a book which is coming out shortly, a book uh, which is really a collection of papers from the last five or six years. And uh, this is in French. Uh, articles have been translated into French, and uh, a publisher in Paris uh, approached me, that, and that was quite some time ago, that uh, he would like to come out with a book. Uh, the original plan was for an earlier release, but always some snag comes up. So anyhow, it's scheduled to come out in a few weeks' time, sometime in September, early or late, I don't know. And this was a last-minute edition, because the bulk of the papers had been translated earlier by some websites, and so it's already uh, on the internet, it just had to be collected in a book form, and this uh, publisher is coming up. And, and then, when I was in Acapulco for the past two and a half months, the idea, and, and this, uh, that ceiling fight in the United States took place, and at the same time, the uh, sovereign uh, that crisis was perked up in Europe over Greece and now it's uh, what, Italy or Spain, it doesn't matter. And I, the idea came to me that there, there's an obvious cut of the knot with a sword, but the sword has to be made of gold. You see. And that's the secret of it. So uh, I uh, immediately shot it over to Paris and said, stop the press and please translate this and add it as the flagship article. So I just want to give this edge to the French, you know, and I'm going to be very proud because I tell you, I have published books, but they are on mathematics. I haven't published books on economics or finance or gold or what have you in uh, at all before. You know, I'm working on one uh, which is in English, but I'm very pleased that the first book of mine in economics and finance it will be in French. So I want to give this advantage and uh, if I give uh, copies of this to friends, I just put on confidential because I don't want it to go any further. In other words, I don't want anybody to grab it and run with it in English until, until the French book is out. Now once it's out, 
are done. All right, so that's the explanation. <laughs> do, do, you, uh, do you verify the translation? Who, who verifies the translation? No, I have no idea. I, I, only, <laughs> I only know that they have translated in something like 200 of my papers into French, and these are webs, uh, I think one of them is 24 hours old, but I'm not sure. Not sure. And, uh, and I hope they don't just use Google. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever asked me for permission. Now, of course, this uh, publisher, uh, we have a contract. But uh, the, the other translations are pirated, because uh, at least they should have given me the courtesy to let me know. But they didn't. So I was dubious, and I asked Francophone friends to check it for quality, how does it read well, and is it uh, acceptable, and uh, the answer I got back was it, it is more than acceptable, so it passes the mark, and, uh, and uh, that's what the publisher took advantage, because he liked it too, the translation, and uh, he uh, saved a lot of money. Money. He didn't have to have it translated at his own expense. He just. But now he wants me to force somehow. I don't know how I can I uh, force these websites to remove the articles from their website. Well, I can write them, ask them politely to remove. But, and, and refer to the book, that, that's a, uh, because, well, anyhow, this is decided. So we go back to our discussion. The format is, I will have a conversation with uh, Sandeep, and he can ask, of course, questions, or ask me to clarify this more. And it's, it's open to the floor, so anybody, anytime, can butt in and say, and you can even, uh, uh, because sometimes we don't see that somebody raised his hand, and uh, therefore you can even start talking and then we stop and uh, give you a chance to finish what you were going to say. So I explained that the gold income for the government is terrific, and and in fact, it's necessary, and the government that can be refinanced, and it will not look as threatening anymore, basically because the maturity structure can be changed. That makes sense. The uh, debt of the U.S. government, there's a lot of things wrong with it. And the size of it is just one of the things. But far more frightening to me is the duration, maturity, maturity. structure. It's uh, usually you measure it. What is the average major, uh, maturity of the U.S. debt? And the uh, you know. A good number would be, say, 15 years. 
years. That means there's short term too, but that's compensated with long term. So. And then this number, you watch this number, I've done that for 30 years. And then it just shrank and shrank and shrank and shrank, you see? Which was a danger sign. Because how far can it shrink? It can shrink to zero. But what does that mean? It means that the whole debt, the entire debt of the United States government becomes money, spendable money, like a Federal Reserve note or like a Euro note. You can go to the uh, shops and buy things or you can buy real estate or whatever. But the problem is that the actual money supply is such a small amount in spite of these very big additions that if overnight this debt becomes spendable money that's that's hyperinflation for you you know and uh, this is one thing which nobody is watching the maturity structure to my mind this is more important now there are fluctuations there you know for various reasons, but uh, no real reversal. There's no chance that there is a reversal and from now on the maturity can be increased. Except if you refinance the US government debt as gold bonded debt. Now in practice this might mean that uh, there is an auction of gold bonds. These would be long term. So the United States would offer gold bonds payable in gold in 30 years. And the, the coupons, uh, I think, semi-annual or quarterly coupons, that's a detail, but here it is, the United States says, here, we are going to auction off uh, so many uh, millions of dollars gold bonded debt of the United States maturing in 30 days. If you want to buy, you have to say that here is a paper bond of the United States and how much face value uh, you are willing to give. In other words, there is no gold price entering it, it's just swapping a paper bond with the gold bond. Now I predict, I would predict, but of course I may be wrong, that there is, the market would receive that enthusiastically and they, there would be a very good bid and the gold bonds would go. And then they could have another, another. Now, in the background, of course, the gold price would go up. I'm not going to enter the details, but leave it to you to think it over. So this would be very positive, but I'm not doing this 
because I want to see a higher gold price. I'm just saying that yes, there is a way to refinance the U.S. government debt uh, in terms of gold bonds. Now, I turn to you, uh, comments, criticism, questions, please. Um, if, I, if I were, we hold U.S. Treasuries in, in some of our funds, and if, if someone, if the, if, the, if the Treasury came up with this offer, my first, uh, <laughs> my first uh, question would be, where, where are you going to get the gold from? Well, that's, uh, that's what I said, that the government needs a gold income. And yeah. I gave you the example of the uh, U.S. government during the Civil War was wise enough to never to relinquish all the gold income, but have some. Now, I think it would be a good if you say, let's say, you have to pay a gold duty on all imports, for example, yeah. um, and that that will raise um, some form of gold income stream. Yeah. I would still not be and convinced. And excise tax. And excise tax. I would have to be very convinced that that would amortise the principle in 30 years' time, uh, because I don't think it would. They'd need to, they'd need to cover at least 30% of the principle with physical gold from somewhere, in my opinion, because you can't predict well, the, the, the volume of the gold stream coming to them. Yeah. Well, the United States does have some gold. In fact, mm. it's supposed to have the greatest amount of gold in the world. Mm. Now, some people say it's leased out or it's just uh, disappeared. Uh, it's not there, and that's why they don't want to have an audit on that. Uh, but it, it doesn't start from zero. Mm. There is some gold plus some gold income, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's. Uh, you see, there's a limited amount of time while they do it, because if they wait another year or a year and a half, it may be too late. Mm. But right now, they could still do it. I think. There's no question that if if Keteris Parabus it was exactly the same sort of legal structure as the, the thing that I was swapping it for. Uh -huh. It's certainly a more marketable instrument than what I'm giving up. So, so that, yeah, I, I'd, I'd give brighter, it a shot. Brighter future. Yeah, of course, of course I'd swap a lot of my treasuries for it, you know, because there's only upside, really. Okay, now other than having your cash gold, your physical gold mm. at home, or mm. digging a hole in the a garden and burying it, uh, what's your alternative if you have gold? Your alternative is uh, have these uh, gold futures and options and this and that, which means constant worry. You have to, they mature, you have to uh, roll them over for a more distant future. The options even expire more uh, frequently. And then there are all kinds of these ETFs and mm. others. Now, if you have some kind of paper gold holding, and then the U.S. government says that I'll pay you at the rate of, 
actually I, I, I do specify here, uh, but this is rule of thumb, I say the rate on these gold bonds would be the gold lease rate for the most distant, is it one year or you can you lease? Can, over the county you can have a 15 year lease if okay. you want to. So uh, I, uh, I, I said one year but plus 50 basis point. And would the coupon be payable in gold? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. The interest is payable in gold. Mm. The principal uh, is in gold. Mm. And then you can be quite, mm. you know, worry-free mm. for 30 years. Mm. And, and I, I, I'm not suggesting that, uh, you know, this is a trick and we no. try to... This would work. It would work. A lot of people would say uh, the U.S. government misplayed its hand, but still it's a better, uh, more trustworthy than one of the ETFs. Mm. I, I believe that. Yeah. You know. Sandy, Robert did a bit of quick research on the internet during intermission. Yeah. The federal, the uh, conservative dollar went to 0 0.017. Mm. So a thousand times discount because it wasn't gold there. Yeah. So there are gold bonds issued. You can expect the paper to come in somewhere in that level. Mm. So a trillion dollars worth of paper debt could easily be a billion dollars worth of gold debt. Mm -hmm. So you just collapse this thing on that basis. But we're talking 30 years down the road, or 15 mm -hmm. years. What would the US dollar, the paper dollar be worth in 15 years mm -hmm. versus gold? Mm -hmm. That's the question. Well, that, that, uh, that underlies what I'm suggesting here, right? Mm -hmm. That, you know, the, this is possible, and, uh, and this is a meaningful conversion of the U.S. debt, which will regain a lot of respect. And, and if they follow it up with the proper policies, it could just take the uh, whole world finance out of the large. Now, Philip. This um, would not bring my gold out of a hoard, based purely on the question of credibility, because my question would be, as you so ignominiously defaulted only 40 years ago on your gold obligations, how could I have any assurance that, that wouldn't happen again with these bonds? I just would not believe that these people are such rogues and are becoming more and more known as rogues. But they could not have credibility to put out gold, paper gold. If I can just butt in one thing, I think related to what Philip was saying in Sandeep's first question, are they still going to be planning to, to run exponentially increasing deficits from now to, to forever? Mm. Or do they get, if there's no more deficit, then they have the means to repay. If, if there's a deficit, that means they're continually borrowing more than, than, they're, than they're taking in tax revenue, and then this becomes untrustworthy. If they get the deficit under control, that's a different story. Mm. I think it goes to what John Kureff uh, wrote about many times, and he advocated the return to the gold standard. But he said mm. he said it was not possible to be successful to return to the gold standard until balance of payments had been settled. 
So it goes to, to those kinds of points of, you know, the whole question of that inter uh, sovereign between sovereign countries, the deficits, trade deficits, and the cumulative yeah. that would all have to be sorted so out first before we trust yeah. to be established in such an endeavor of issuing cold bonds. I think. And that's how I would read what Ruet wrote about. The point is that this is not suggesting a return to the gold standard or to abolishing the Fed and things like that. Because it's not realistic to suggest that overnight we go back to the gold standard or abolish the Fed, uh, you know. Uh, I mean, it, it would be wonderful if you could abolish the Fed overnight because, as, as Ron Paul uh, suggests, because uh, just imagine the payroll, the 12 Federal Reserve Banks, regional banks of the United States, plus the payroll of the Federal Reserve Board, and then the, all these money which they give out free for researchers who will uh, sing the praise of, uh, of uh, paper money. And, I mean, they would not give you a penny if you said, okay, I want to do research on gold, the gold standard or anything like that. And then sell out all those buildings, the 12 regional banks and the in Washington, D.C. Enormous amount of saving, and that's just not one shot, you know, like selling the building and that's it. But you save the payroll, which is perpetual saving. So it's a wonderful idea, but I think it's completely unrealistic to suggest that this can be done without uh, starting, uh, bringing in the army and the air force and <laughs> the navy, because the, you know, uh, so that's futile talk. I'm, I'm sorry, I mean, uh, I respect Ron Paul uh, greatly, I know him personally, I wish him luck in his presidential bid next year, but, and he wrote a book on that, Get Rid of the Fed or something, uh, a wonderful man, uh, but his, his advisors gave him uh, the wrong idea. It's not going to work. I wish it would. I, I am all for it, but it's completely unrealistic. So rather than that, I'm not even suggesting a gold standard. I'm suggesting that to refinance the U.S. government debt would make a tremendous difference. There will be confidence and so on. Now, of course, the, the U.S. Treasury will, uh, and government will have to prove itself that, uh, you know, we advanced uh, some confidence and they should show. And as the next few years come, it will be seen whether this confidence was uh, they deserved it or not. But I think this should be tried. 
And, and it's not difficult for the United States to, once this conversion is done, and then let the Fed, with its paper money, fight with the gold coins. Because as the U.S., uh, you, uh, yeah, what's the gold income which the U.S. would have? Um, seniorage charge for minting gold. In other words, the U.S. would say to the world, bring your gold to us, and for a charge of 5%, which you pay in gold, you will get back coins. Shiny, brand new, double eagle coins. And I feel that the people with, a lot of people who hoard gold in the form of bars would say, and not only that, but the market uh, has a, uh, offers a premium on the gold coins as opposed to bullion price. So you, uh, you would gain. Now this gain may not last because as more and more people come, the seniorage uh, should be brought down, but that's another issue. There would be an immediate gold income for the U.S. government, and uh, that would boost confidence tremendously. Uh, that's my feeling. Of course, these things cannot be proven, but by all indications, by all logic, by all history, uh, this is what you could expect. Okay. Reading. When the Russian, uh, the USSR was collapsing, Washington sent a delegation there, and and Greenspan was on it, I believe. Mm -hmm. and they told them to issue gold bonds, mm -hmm. but they didn't do it for themselves yet. Mm -hmm. Who said that? The, the, when the Americans went to, to Moscow, and they told the Russians to issue oh. gold bonds. Uh, 1992, and Greenspan was uh, leading the delegation. I think so, but anyway, I know the Americans went there, and that's what they told them, but it was too late. <laughs> but it, it, <laughs> it was too late, that's right, the 11th hour. But you see, they are free to give advice, but they would not take their own good advice. Uh, which is uh, very strange. Okay, so uh, we have to get on here. Where is the golden sword? Well, say here. And then I cut through the knot. And I say this whole crisis, uh, I worked it out for the American. Uh, uh, case, uh, which we have t mentioned here. But uh, as far as the continuation of the discussion is concerned, let's concentrate on the European case. The, probably mo most of you here don't realize how shaky the euro presently is. Or, or, or am I wrong? Everybody sees this? I do. You do. Uh, let's take a... Who has more confidence in the euro over the dollar over the next three years? 
three years. Three years. I would say within one year, yes. You prefer euro over the dollar, okay. Now let me uh, formulate the question differently. Will there be a country which will break away, uh, which presently is on the euro standard and will break away during the next half a year, a year? I don't think so. The, n nobody will mm. break away, not Greece, not, no? Just, just the messiness of all of the, because of the debts being denominated in Europe. Yeah, but unless the Germans pay the, the, the debt, it's not going to happen. I mean, they are not going to be able to borrow, because the uh, uh, interest they would have to pay for further borrowing will be too high. See, we are at the point that these governments uh, have to borrow money to pay interest on previous borrowings. So that's the point where it breaks. So it has worked up to now because the Germans picked up the tab to pay, uh, you know, the interest on Greek uh, government debt or further borrowings. And uh, that's just one example. There are the others. Even they say, now, I don't know, but France is in trouble. Now, Italy, Spain come before, but soon after, the French may have